SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Live from Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. I'm a soul man. All right, folks, here we go on a Wednesday. Brian Blessing, Vegas Sportsbook Radio, and we are going to have great fun today. It's never dull when Camp Stewart swings by. He's going to be our guest in our number one dive into the hockey with Cam and, of course, the U.S. Open. Much more on the U.S. Open hour number two. Jeff Sherman, terrific odds maker from the Superbook at the Westgate. All things U.S. Open. Get you a great preview, chance to make some money, props, matchups, the whole nine yards. And Mark Lawrence from PlaybookSports.com will check in with us as well. Now, there's a lot going on. First of all, some news out of the NBA this morning. Stan Van Gundy is out one year with the New Orleans Pelicans. So the playoffs move forward, but then the coaching carousel starts. So Stan Van Gundy gets his walking papers. In the game last night, we talked about the game yesterday. Said, yeah, we get it. Irving's out. This is the luxury a team like the Nets has. When you have a Harden, you have an Irving, or you have a Durant, on any given night, one of those guys can go off. The fact is when two of those guys can't go, one of those guys is still capable of going off and keeping his team in the game, if not winning the game. And, hey, the magic number yesterday, that number was four Milwaukee favored. It came down to two when we were doing the show yesterday and said, well, hey, it's a simple thing. Yeah, easy to say. Durant's got to get 40 tonight. Well, Durant got 49 points, 17 boards, 10 assists. Milwaukee's got a big lead. The Nets come back and at the end win it 114-108. Milwaukee's got to be flat out shaking their head going, what just happened? But Durant was spectacular. Harden played, helped the cause, but it was nothing more then Kevin Durant put the team on his shoulders, went and won the basketball game, and they grabbed the 3-2 lead. Huge victory for them, not wanting to go back to Milwaukee, down 3-2. So the Nets, of course, all the money they've taken in futures, Durant keeps hope alive for all those folks. Now, we sit here and dive into the games tonight, and we'll give you more on this in a little bit, but the short story is, Kawhi Leonard not going to play on Wednesday night. That number's ballooned up to Utah minus seven. Total is 221 and a half. 
And then Philadelphia's at home, and we always talk about the Sixers team, the home road dichotomy. That number's ballooned up to seven. The Sixers over Atlanta, the total there is 224.5. And the question is, you know, a young player like Trey Young, you're asking him now, whatever happens is a big night for Trey Young. These are learning moments. And Atlanta's got a terrific young player. You know how young can respond here? Pivotal fifth game, series tied at two. Sixers same boat as the Nets last night. You dare not go back to Atlanta, having lost this game. And this is a Sixers team that all year long, well, the last couple of years, let's be perfectly honest, they are really good at home, and on the road, they're a little sketchy. 29 and 7 on home court for the Sixers. Then we get to the NHL. Tampa Bay, you knew these guys were going to circle the wagons. That was a physical, nasty game. Tampa Bay made the adjustments they needed to make, get the puck deep, start to work the Islanders down low. This series is going a long, long way. The Islanders' mission accomplished. They get the split out of Tampa Bay. Had a chance to get greedy, but that's the back class of a team like Tampa Bay. They went at 4-2. These two teams do not like each other. The atmosphere is going to be absolutely electric when they get back to Nassau County Coliseum. That's going to be something else. And the fans are wild. The two teams don't like each other. Both teams very well coached, a lot on the line. Man, is that going to heat up. And we're actually looking at Tampa, $1.40 on the road in that game. Total is five shaded to the over. That coming up tomorrow. Tonight here in Vegas, the number is still astounding. Vegas minus 270. Total's five and a half under 50. I mean, we are in the Stanley Cup semifinals. How can anybody be almost a $3 favorite over another team? And the other team happens to have Carey Price. Yes, Vegas is deeper. But the number is just nuts. And you talk about the liability for the books. The people here in Vegas, they're always laying the puck line. So Vegas wins by more than two. The books do not have a smile on their face. But I think the Habs learned a lot in game one. They'd been off a while after playing the Leafs. The key to this game, if Montreal can get the lead. Montreal jumps out of the gate. Then they can slow things down, pack things down. But Montreal's got adjustments to make. Because Vegas took the transition away from them. The neutral zone was bogged down. It was a traffic jam. So it's only game two of this series. And you got to watch for adjustments on the Canadian side of things. And they got a goalie they can count on. The goalies in this series, great. Flurry and Carey Price. Should be a fun atmosphere tonight. Hey, fun atmosphere? You ain't kidding. Coming up next on Vegas Sportsbook Radio, it's Camp Stewart. Don't go anywhere. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. 
Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit uzucbdplus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. All right, folks, Vegas Sportsbook Radio, this is going to be just a great day for me personally. I hope you all enjoy it. I think you will. You're going to get the best U.S. Open preview you ever got. We're going to get to the golf in a little bit. And in hour number two, Jeff Sherman from the Superbook is going to talk about the U.S. Open. We are going to cover this thing as good as you can cover it. But we're also going to dive and take the deep dive into the Stanley Cup playoffs with our buddy Cam Stewart. We do the Light the Lamp podcast on the Sports Grid platforms, all the podcast platforms, Saturday night at midnight, Series 204. We do Light the Lamp. And we are talking Stanley Cup playoffs, Cameron. Stuff's interesting. The Islanders, you knew they were going to come flying back. Or I mean, the, the Lightning. And yep. that is going to be a long series, my friend. I'm going to tell you something, Brian. Here, here's, here's the thing. I can't believe, like when we looked at the sports book today, they don't make mistakes often, but in this case, I think they did. And just, you know, like even though you could take the Islanders, remember when we did our show, uh, Brian, we did the Saturday midnight show, and we were going through the odds, and they were uh, plus two six. Uh, Tampa Bay was minus uh, 260 in the series, and the Islanders were plus 220. I think it went down to 240 by game time. The Islanders win the first game. Brian, I look everywhere, even in Vegas, FanDuel Sportsbook, it's a pick'em. It was a straight-up pick'em because the Islanders won the first game. How do you not buy back on Tampa Bay? And, and I'm cheering for the Islanders, right? And then you got that, that you got that in your back pocket, like – I'm gotta, I got to tell you, so now after Tampa Bay ties it up, I don't know, probably, I'm just guessing they haven't posted now. I'm thinking a buck 70 or whatever, but how do you not, like, that's, that's gambling. Like, a lot of the time you just wait. Mark Lawrence taught this a long time ago. I remember that me and Gabe were talking about it on our show. He had that Golden State-Cleveland game. Every, every which way he had it, like, plus, teams down, come back. And that's how you can play these series. I got to tell you, Brian, I don't know if the Islanders could win. I think it's probably going seven. But to get Tampa Bay – a 260 favorite down to a pick after losing one game. Wow. Yeah, I had to buy back in. Well, well, but here's the thing, my friend. You know, the Islanders got the first goal and dictated the pace of game one. And, yep. you, you know, you know, I like the overs in game one. We both had a horrible beat in game one of the Vegas game. Four mm-hmm. and a half minutes of an empty netter. Price stood on his head. I mean, that game should have flown over the total. So be it. But then you got to game two, and you're like, well, wait a minute. Tampa's got to throw the sink at him. You make adjustments. Tampa Bay has to dump the puck in and get greasy down and dirty. And you and I both talk about they're a nasty team. They can play that game. So they did it. They win game two. I said, look, they're giving you five and a half under 50. They're giving you plus money on the over. So that was, the to me, I like the over in game two. Now it gets interesting. Going to Nassau County Coliseum, those fans, Cam, it's all, you know what I love about that? You're watching this. It's like a World Cup game broke out. There's no reverberating rock music coming out of scoreboards. And it's an organ and fans. And those people are insane. I love it. I couldn't agree more. That's the problem when you try to manufacture it with like bad nine, you know, like eighties and nineties bands. Think about Toronto. Like what an embarrassment. Like we got a Hall and Oates song uh, when, when they <laughs> score a goal. Like I want to puke. Like I simply want to puke. You're right, Brian. I went down and uh, when I did my journey, of the cup, I went to Chicago, classic organ. Had a great time there when, uh, when you know, and it, it rocks the stadium. That's the thing. You don't need frills. You don't need stupid stuff. You either do it like Vegas, where it's a wicked production, 
don't try to do it halfway like the Leafs do it. It's, a, it's embarrassing. Like, I, I, when I go to their games, I'm like, wow, look at this production value. I got a guy dressed up in a bear costume and Hall & Oates music, and I'm spending $500, and me and my buddy Vince are sucking back $25 beers. I'm with you 100%. They, the Islanders fans got chants, too, like in the soccer. Oh, where did you sleep last night when the guy cheated on his wife and stuff? They got songs for Bailey. And, you know what I mean? No, they're like British soccer fans. I got to give Islander fan credit. Your boy Steve Carp must be getting all jacked up. What about well, he, an Islanders Vegas uh, Stanley Cup if it happened? This guy would be uh, you should have life. seen. He was on Vegas Hockey Online here locally. <laughs> and, and I was like talking him off a ledge. Oh, I'm really worried the other uh, Tampa's going to win and get the momentum. I go, Steve, you already got the split. It's exactly. I said, and I looked at him and I said, you're not winning tonight. I said, yeah, play, exactly. play the over. I said, you got the split. Yeah, you want to get greedy. Tampa, these guys, these guys are on a mission. They're Tampa's, good. Let's call it out for what it is. They dominated tonight. The Islanders, like, uh, Varlamov made, uh, you know, a couple si – crazy situation, too. His own player, like, knocks him out of the game. Sorokin came in and did a great job, too. That was just but, weird. Uh, but by the Tampa, way, what's the, mm -hmm. what, are the, what are the refs doing? You had too many men on the ice on the one goal, and then, you're right, Varlamov gets knocked into next week. Point got pushed into him. How did they miss that? That's the thing. I got to tell you, Brian, like this whole protecting goaltender things, it's, it's almost like these guys got tunnel vision. They got blinkers on. It's really frustrating. Like, you know what I mean? Like the goaltender interference. What? Like back in the day, Dave Anderchuk, Tim Kerr, I can't stand in front of the net. That's my job. I'm a big power forward, and that's Rick the tell the defenseman. Yeah, Rick Vive, another guy just taking – that's like, you know, I play. I could just, you know, not very fast-footed. That's what you do. You hang out in front of the net. You bang goals. That's your job, right? And the defenseman's using a stick like an axe. But now you can't touch a guy, can't do anything. Players, what, you can't screen a goaltender? I'm, I'm kind of sick and tired of it. Like, hockey's a great sport, but I don't want it to go the way of football with the excessive flags and basketball where everything's a foul. Like, you know what I mean, Brian? Things evolve, but hockey's one of those sports you still have, you know, the overtime games and the playoffs and the traditions. I just don't want it to go too far, but I'm a little bit scared because when you think about the new rules, it's not a lot of the time I'm just like, wow, it's kind of the, the contact. A lot of the time, that's, if I'm a goaltender, that's the thing. I'd like lean into somebody, do something, because you know they're always going to take their side in an argument, right? You know, are you believing these guys, buddy? I mean, Kucherov comes out of the gate. You know, he falls in their lap to start the playoffs. This guy gets three apples last night. I mean, he's got 21 points. Con Smythe winner, right? You got Kucherov with Tampa. The Islanders, you probably, if they were to win it, you probably got to go for Armlamov, you would believe. Vegas, if Flurry's a front-runner, Stone, Stone's got a shot. And Montreal would be Carey Price, right? Does that sound reasonable? The only, the only question mark is Vegas. I think it's uh, Flurry. Yeah, Carey Price. Uh, and for Montreal, Suzuki, I think, has been really good. But you're right. They'll go with price. It's, it's always like, it's kind of like what we talk about, Brian, uh, and it really frustrates us. We've had this conversation, like the Super Bowl MVP. It takes a lot to give it to a defensive player, even though like the guy's the star of the game. Like, oh, great. Why do you think you're the, the quarterback's only like two to one? Because he's going to oh. get it every time because these monkeys in the media don't even know how to think outside the box. Well, oh, you know just what give happened. it to Tom Brady, whatever. How about the defense, man? How about the defense? Well, you know Levante David. You know, the problem is you can bet on this stuff. I always tell the story. I drew Doughty at 40-1 to 1 the year the uh, Kings won the Cup. He was the Conn Smythe winner. I got he him. was. But the, the media members showed up for the final, and Williams got two OT goals in the final. Well, I got news for you. Doughty did it every night of the, the entirety of the playoffs. He was the Conn Smythe winner.
you're right. And yeah, that's unfortunate. It's just, it's lazy, but th- that's the way it is. But yeah, for Vegas, I think it's kind of tough because, you know, yeah, it had, it would have to be flurry. Stone's been huge. Um, I'm trying Stone to think. Stone got the OT game winner, game five. What about the Islanders though? What about Nelson? He's had a, he's had a good playoff too. Brock yeah. Nelson's been good. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Like, Sorokin, he kind of went down. Varlamov took his job back. Yeah, very difficult, Brian. Like, before we can narrow it down to a couple of guys, but I, I would have to lead with the goaltenders. You're right. Price, Flurry, that's the way they go. All right, so we see it 4-2. Tampa gets the win. I still say, I mean, I got to believe, Cam, they probably split these two on the island. I, I, I think it's going. I agree with it's you. It's going six. It could go seven. I agree with you. I think they split on the island too. I'm going to say this though, watching this game tonight, Tampa Bay figured some things out. That was the I first time that. they've ever had uh, room in the neutral zone. If you were paying it, they, you'd know hockey better than anybody, Brian, you watched it. And I made little notes to myself too. This is different. They're finding space. Um, yeah. You know, you know they just, didn't turn the puck over cam. They got to the red line. They dumped it in the first yeah, period of game one. They turned the puck over in their own end and took penalties. And by the way, you gotta love it. These guys hate each other. Gotta love it. Oh, I'm telling you, like we were. Remember, I, I do the show right till nine Eastern. I got twenty so I, seconds. Go so ahead. yeah, so so I told Morenci, I go, I think they're gonna have foreign objects like Abdullah the Butcher. No, you're <laughs> right, Brian. It seemed like a wrestling match. I'm just pulling out the scissors from my pants with the razor blades. <laughs> Great stuff. Hey, we'll do a little more. We'll get you ready for the Golden Knights and the Canadians. Game two tonight right here in Vegas on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. And Cam and I are going to do the deep dive on the U.S. Open. Don't go anywhere. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Back to Cam Stewart, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Uh, Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. This is a great time. It's always a great time to be in Vegas. It doesn't matter what the city is, Cam. You can certainly talk about this. When a team goes on a run in, in the city you're in, everybody's, you can see it. I mean, everybody's wearing jerseys, car flags. I mean, you know, even though it's Vegas, I'm telling you, this city, you know, we don't live on the strip, right, on the periphery. People are going bananas about this hockey team. They got a real shot. No, they got more than a real shot. And Montreal, they, they, these guys were peaking. And I'm going to be honest, like everyone, oh, Vegas. Like If you just look at the box score, Montreal came out guns a-blazing. Like Fleury, that could have been like one or two nothing early in that game. He just stood on his head. There was a lot of pressure. And then things got real. You know what I mean? And I got to be honest with you, having uh, Vegas, I think their defensemen, what they have, Brian, like it was something like, 26 like shots combined to Montreal zero or something. It was yeah. absolutely wild. Like Montreal's defense was really disappointing in that game. But I will say this, 
If we're going to look at odds, I think Vegas is going to win. I said it was probably going to go six. But Vegas wins one game at home, Brian. And I'm just checking out different sports books. I know, you know, when I work at SportsGrid, we deal with FanDuel. But I'm just going to tell you, on, on a sports book in Canada here, Bet365, Take a guess what the series price is. I know in Vegas, I saw it today. Oh. What was Vegas? Minus nine hundred. Oh, were they minus nine hundred? Well, they were. They were four fifty to start. They win game. Yeah. yeah, it has to be up there. You know what? We are in a, this book. Vegas in, in a Canadian book is minus twelve hundred in the series price. Montreal plus seven fifty. I'm not saying Montreal's going to win, but it's just like what the say. Montreal steals game two, Brian. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just like okay. I'm watching game one. Yeah. All right. And I'm telling you, I told you the story. Uh, game five up in Colorado, Vegas was down two goals going to third. And mm-hmm. they're plus 880. And I said, I've seen this too many times before. A, I've seen it from Vegas, but I've just seen it over the years in hockey. game. If Vegas gets one, believe me, Colorado's going to start squeezing the stick. And Vegas came back and won that game. And I'm like, everybody here is like, you know, they're ready to throw the parade. And I'm like, hey, Price kept them in it. And they were only down two going to the third. You know, that's only one game, and all Montreal wants to do is get a, a split. I mean, I do believe you know Vegas is, by a good margin, the better team. But you've got a goalie price that can steal games, and if Montreal Montreal wins game two, game on. I mean, it gets interesting. The the one thing I would say, Montreal, these kids, and I said this, and this is what they said after the game. Oh, you know, the big crowd and the biggest gets a push in the crowd. I said. The Canadians have juices flowing. They haven't played in front of fans. They're sitting there going, "This is the most, this is the most exciting, normal thing." Those those guys are enjoying playing in front. Exactly. Of them. You well, Brian, you saw the first five minutes of the game. Montreal threw the kitchen sink at these guys. Like they were coming out. Like if I'm like, "Whoa, here they come!" Right. And usually it's the home crowd, or whatever. Montreal was jacked up. Fleury made some saves, and after that, when it was still zero zero, I'm like. This is bad. We've seen this is the one thing, guys, for all you hockey fans out there. Like, if you're just getting to know the sport, there's no sport where a team will absolutely do everything but score, hit post, try. They're over a team, and the next time, the other team will come down the ice and score a cheesy goal. It's like it happens all the time, right, Brian? And that's that thing. If you don't get that goal, there's big problems in Montreal. They threw they threw everything at Vegas. Vegas weathered the storm. Vegas comes down. They get a goal. You know, defenseman gets in the way with Price there. He didn't really see it. And then the rest is history, right? They went 4-1 to one in that game. I can't believe we didn't hit the over. But here's the thing. Don't look at the score in the game. It was actually a little bit closer. Like Vegas, they did take the play to them. They were the better team. But Montreal did have opportunities in the game. It's not like – like they're basically people are thinking like Montreal is like a junior team up against like uh, the Russian Red Army here. Like you've got to pump the brakes. I like Vegas in the series too, but I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk. I don't think they're going to sweep them. But, you know, we, the stuff we say, we've been doing the podcast and the show. I know I made this analogy, whatever it was, when the playoffs started as it was getting going. Remember I said, I said, I'm not doing a disservice to the Canadians, but they remind me of a poor man's Islanders. Mm-hmm. All right, Elliot Friedman wrote his 31 Thoughts column, and, and he's obviously, you know, phenomenal. And he says, I'm starting to call the – Canadians, the Islanders light. <laughs> yeah, Islanders light. <laughs> but, but, but We've been the, saying it forever. <laughs> but here's the, but here, here's the thing. Montreal, yeah. though, if they get the first goal of the game, it changes everything. Because then they then they pack it in. So I like this game, I think. I'm coming back with the under uh, in this game. I think both goalies playing at a high level. And if Montreal can get the first goal, I can see this being a 2-1, 3-1, 3-2 kind of game. 
Yeah, uh, that's the thing. The first game should have gone over. I can't believe four and a half minutes of an open net, Brian, and the goaltenders made stellar saves. If you really look at the quality chances, that game probably should have been like seven to four <laughs> for Vegas, eight to four. Something like that. it was ridiculous. But anyway, yeah, I'm coming back to the under too. We'll get that's the thing. We'll get a five and a half there, and uh, yeah, I don't think there's going to be more than five goals in that game for sure. Even if it is, maybe three two overtime game. Hey, buddy, when you mentioned it before, but I'm I'm just curious when you think of the golden knights what do you think of in terms of how they play the game i don't think you think of their defense and their defense is spectacular and solid but you don't think of vegas and their defense no you don't but you kind of when you look back at the guys that they have the picking up of martinez from the kings was a coup the guy like blocks the most shots right like all the little things that you do in the playoffs that was a great move petrangelo is a winner Guys with the St. Louis Blues, been there, done that. Team Canada. Like, all the other guys. Like, Holden. I look up and down the list of all the guys they have, Brian. They're not all household names, but they're, they're all better than average. They do everything, like, you know what I mean? They can play an offensive game. They can play, like, Shea Theodore. Like, come on, man. Like, I look at these guys. I'm like, look how good. Like, they're above average in every, every way, and no one talks about them. The thing about Vegas that's scary, too, is not just an underrated blue line hot goaltender basically got everything. I will say it's their forwards and the way they play. They're a lot more physical than people think. Like they're a finesse team, but Alex Tuck like hurts. Like he comes in there and smashes guys. Like I love that guy's game. I can't believe the Minnesota wild get rid of it. Like he's, he's, he, to me, he's almost a perfect hockey player, right? He's good defensively. He's good offensively. He does that. He does all the little things. And we talk about Colasar, a guy that wasn't even supposed to be probably playing for the silver Knights, right? This guy's lighting it up. Like Vegas, as I said, with McPhee, Brian, Every move has been a good one. It's like he's at the blackjack table doubling, splitting, win, 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 win more. He's just on a heater. It seems like every decision they make is a good one. Here's the terrifying thing, Kim. When the expansion team was built, I would tell anybody who would listen, and they're like, yeah, okay, whatever. I said, I'm telling you, in two years, three years, the best player on this team and will be for a long time. Well, this is before they got stoned. So, okay, they got stoned. I said, Shea Theodore, this kid's got more skill in his pinky. And when he figures out the game and angles in his own end, they've come this far. They're in the semis. He's had a really decent season, a lot of points, but he's not been lugging the mail. Petrangelo's arrival has kind of – he defers a little bit. Vegas has gotten to the semis. They're actually more healthy now. They're getting healthier. That's impossible in the playoffs. They've got – in the wings waiting to come back in are no sick. They had Patrick Brown was a healthy scratch, and the Peyton Krebs, this prospect they love. They've got depth ready to go. They are as healthy as they've ever been where other teams are getting beat up. And I'm telling you, I watched this one kid, Cam. When you watch the games, he's, he's my second favorite player on the team. I just love everything about this kid. He does everything right, and he, there's a lot more in the tank. He's got offensive game. He just he, I think he doesn't do it yet because of the role he's playing. This Zach Whitecloud is only in the year a year. Oh, Whitecloud's awesome. He is so good, Cam. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Know. He is good. I watched Whitecloud play. He does he looks like a veteran out there? He's the, a the baby. Thing about, he's twenty-four. A young defenseman is. Uh, yeah. Like, it, it, how old is he, Brian? Well, he's older because because he played. In, yeah, he's yeah. But he's exactly. only in the league a year and a half. You think that's he's in the league seven years? Well, the, it shows because the guy's just getting better. He looks so solid out there. Like, let me tell you, like. When the Leafs have a call-up for a defense, when I watch them, they play panicked a lot of the time. It takes them a long time. But I watch these Vegas guys, and 
it's like he's been like a solid veteran forever. Like it's it's just wild, man. I'll give DeBoer credit too. You know, coming from the Sharks over, that was going to be a tough decision with Gallant. And, uh, well, we'll talk about Gerard Gallant and a job in New him. York. I'm very happy. Uh, Gerard Gallant, I love him. And I'll tell you something, all these idiots that were out there, oh, yeah, oh, if me and you talked about, what you going to do, uh, go over to the World Championships? And, uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, hey, moron. They, they start 0-3, and then they, they go on, uh, on a Tootsie Roll as a huge dog and win the whole damn tournament. Oh, yeah, it was ba- bad for business. What a bunch of idiots. I can't believe some of the media members, like the takes they have. Yeah, it's me, like, yeah, oh, listen, on, first, first of all, you're throwing a bunch of guys together. Exactly. It's half a crapshoot. And you know what? I don't put any more stock in Gallant because they won the thing, and I wouldn't have taken anything away from them if they'd not even have made a medal round. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know. I mean it's a good yeah, but, by the way you know, but my point was, being brian is how is it gonna not hurt like people are like oh it's not gonna help or hurt you whatever yeah you go and lose your first three games and you win the tournament he would have got a job anyway i'm just saying oh, i'm no. impressed i'm impressed but, well i always know, have you been. know why this thing is gonna work we got about a minute i cam chris drury all this guy has ever done is win at everything he's ever done true the little league world series he wins the cup with the abs I'm telling you that they should have won cups in Buffalo with, with Drury and Briere, and they didn't pay them. But this guy has waited in the wings. I'm telling you, he's going to be an incredible GM. And I think he and Gallant get on the same page. I think that's going to work at Madison Square Garden. Oh, I agree 100%. The Rangers are really close. Let's remember one thing, too. I know we got to go to break. Panarin got shaken down by the Russian government and missed nine games. Things could have been a little bit different. I'm not saying they would have gone deep in the playoffs, but they could have made the playoffs. This is a team on the rise, and with Gallant there, watch out. Watch out indeed. He is Cam Stewart. When we come back, listen, if you can't tell, we like talking hockey with one another. It gets even more stupid because we really like talking about golf, and we love the U.S. Open. Torrey Pines, we're going to find some price plays for you. This is going to be a fun four days of golf can't wait for it to get started big preview is coming up next don't go anywhere on vegas sportsbook radio sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. All right, we're back on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. This is going to be great fun. The U.S. Open, Tory Pines. Cam Stewart is with us right now. Our number two, Jeff Sherman, who does an incredible job with all the props and all the offerings over at the Superbook at the Westgate. The next 45 minutes for you folks. We're going to get you as much information for the U.S. Open and hopefully find a way for you folks to make some dough. Cam, I cannot wait. For starters, you know what the goal is for the USGA, and that's for the U.S. Open to be even par, right? Mm-hmm. Basically. Yep. Now, 
Jeff Sherman's got 279.5, the winning total. One and a half over at Torrey Pines. Of course, we know, the players know, but it's a USGA setup. And it's a mixed bag. You're going to need some luck. There are some holes. Saw a guy earlier in the week put a soda can in the rough. You couldn't even see the soda can. Where's the golf ball? I like and there that. are some holes where the ball actually kind of sits up and maybe they can get a six, seven iron on it and really get it up close to the green. But fast and firm, here's the deal, my friend. The weather forecast, San Diego, it's unbelievable. 72 every day, no rain in the forecast. They are going to be able to name the score here. And these greens, they're going to be lightning to begin with. But by Sunday, you talk about crispy, they're going to be kitchen floors, kid, on Sunday. Yeah, no, I can't wait, Brian. I think this is going to be a fantastic tournament. And I just find it really interesting. Like, I'm looking at the odds, and I'm actually a little bit shocked. Uh, you know, I look at John Rahm, anywhere, like, all the sports books between 9 and 11 to 1. And then next guys are, like, at 17. Dustin Johnson, DeChambeau, Kepka, 18. Shoffley, 20. Like, Speed, 20. Like, it's weird. Like, I like John Rahm. I know he had a six-shot lead. He had COVID, and <laughs> thank you. Thanks, sir. I'm so self selfish. Thank you. We had Patrick Cantlay. I got to tell you, Brian, oh, I, don't, I don't know what's going on here. I don't want to ruin this. We've had three golf winners in a row. Higo. Garrett, Higo. Coke Rack. Oh, man. But I thought Higo oh. one was the best. I yeah, Higo. Higo. <laughs> Higo. We go to the bank, baby. Are you a little surprised? I'm, I'm, yeah. No, Rahm, nine to one. Now, it's, I, too, it's too low. His – Listen, his mindset, he's saying all the right things. He didn't blame the PGA. It happened. It's no big deal. Yep. I mean, he's got more money than he needs. I'm not worried about that. You know, there's an awful thing for him that happened. I would imagine, I guess, even though he was asymptomatic, I imagine he's probably played golf in the meantime. But he wasn't able to really get on the course, right, until like the, the mid of the week, mid part of the week. But 9-1, to one, I know he's played well there. I'm Kepka just was hanging in the PGA Championship at the at – the, last gasp going against Mickelson and you know this guy with the USGA setup Kepka at 18 compared to Rahm at nine I was thinking the exact same thing and even though Shoffley doesn't close the door have you seen the guy's record at US Opens like I think I it's like what is it worse like sixth Brian like he, he's fantastic I, I think he's a definite play for a top 10 bet he's the same you know like you got Kepka at 18 Shoffley between 18 and 20 those are guys I'm looking at like for the chalk who would you go with like Morikawa is probably going to be interesting his putter can get really bad though i gotta be honest with you justin thomas has been really disappointing lately um he has not paid, played good golf he's kind of spraying it all over the place people want to talk about victor hovland well you know he's nice but does he win i think we can start like around you know i'm looking around the 45 category like the hattons of the world i think zalatoris could be interesting this week um scotty scheffler might be interesting you know brian i don't know and i know we'll go we'll go grenade hunting what about our boy? He go. He's uh, seventy to one there. Uh, what do you think about the chalk, Brian? Like, if you were to pick a guy, who's your guy? For me, I kind of think Xander Shafley might break through this week. He could. I would say, as a rule of thumb, I don't think it's the worst idea in the world. I was at Oak Hill, I believe it was nineteen eighty-eight, and I was mm. there when Curtis Strange walked up the hill, waved to everybody. Yep. Back-to-back -back years, he won it. Lee Jansen, multiple U.S. Opens. Kepka multiple yep. opens. I don't think it's a bad plan of attack to be taking a look at guys that have won U.S. Opens. Justin Rose, 60 to 1. Gary Woodland played well at the PGA Championship, 60 to 1. Uh, I would even throw a guy in there and it kind of landed on him at the last minute. And with the way the greens are, what do you think about Webb Simpson as a sneaky play at 55? Oh, 
I like Webb Simpson a lot. It's actually funny you mentioned that. Like, the more I think about it, like, he's been a ghost, right, Brian? He hasn't been playing in a while, but this is the type of guy that can win. No, Webb Simpson, very dangerous. I think I'm going to have to bet him. Yeah, that price is absolutely ridiculous. He should be in the 35 to 40 range. I think you're getting incredible value. You know what the crazy thing is, Brian? Think about this, and we'll talk about it. One more major for the career Grand Slam. PGA Championship winner. Sure. Home course. Sure. I'm actually looking at Phil at 75 to 1. Well, he's playing with house money. And and you know what? Most guys, when they win a big major, the air goes out of the balloon. Mm -hmm. Nicholson's on the back end of this thing where he knows he's only got so many more chances. There's no letdown. I mean, but did you see there's a prop out there? He's minus a dime either way. Minus a dollar ten, either way to make the cut. You'll make the cut. You'll, You'll make the cut. Aren't you surprised by that? Yes, I am. I'm going to bet that. Thank you, Brian. I'll add that one to my 78 active bets that I have. 55 <laughs> being golf right now. You should see. You see my book. I got so many bets. I like. I'm screwing up like the Chiron on the page. Like, hey, yeah, yeah. they're like leaving stuff that like from two days ago. It's like, yeah, don't worry. I, I'll get you. I, yeah, the, the, com- the computer <laughs> sending notifications back. Yes. Who is this guy? Yeah, that, I, I get a note. I get a note from the company. Psycho. <laughs> C. Stewart. Who is yeah. this? This guy, he's a weirdo. Anyway, yeah, no, he's betting on everything. But I, I like the Simpson. I'm telling you, but Brian, if Phil's gonna do it, there's no other course that he can do it at. You can't win at Southern Hills. Those type. It's now or never at Torrey Pines, a course that he knows. I know it plays a little bit long, but he seems like a smarter guy when he's getting older. I'm just saying, right. this. If you're if he's gonna hit it, it's got to be here. It's got to be now because I don't think he'll do it. This is his last chance. It would be an incredible story uh, to see him be on the leaderboard on the weekend. I say, you know what, the way he's going, I give him another year or two, maybe even three, to have a shot at the Masters. You never know. You know, the Masters is possible. But I got one grenade play. Well, before I get to the grenade play, and I know you'll you'll come up with a great grenade play, but one's a no-brainer that the cat's out of the bag. But aren't you a little surprised? Leishman is such a big price. Yes, it's we so know, funny he said that. We know he plays so well here. He's he's contended at the British Open. He shows up in big tournaments, but he just loves this place. I, I Mark Leishman's an overlay. I, I, you had you almost have to do it because you'd kick yourself if he won and you didn't have some. Yeah, no, he plays well here too. You know, I, I'm looking at yeah, I see Leishman at like 75, 80 to one. It's a good price, Brian. Great course history too. I'm looking at him. I was looking at like another bomb. Um, one guy, I'm not sure if he can get it done, but like a top 10, 20. Carlos Ortiz at 170 to one looks pretty good to me. I don't know what what other guy you're looking at. Matt Wallace, can you think about Matt Wallace though? His putting, like he'll he'll drive you nuts. I think he could actually like hang. He's 150 to one, but those are guys I'm looking at. What do you think about Max Homa, Brian? I Even though putting, no, his the putter, okay, right? no, the putter, the putter, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean the way this guy strikes the ball, but he leaves three shots around out there, missing six footers. And he's like, you know what he is. He's kind of like Tony Fina, although Homa did win one this year. Yeah. All right. Here, here's the bomb, and only be and you never know when because it's it's a lightning bolt. But when he shows up, and if he's on the leaderboard, he ain't going anywhere. But he never shows up, and he's never on the leaderboard. But when he does, it's usually something big. How about Siwoo Kim at 100 to 1? Yeah, actually, Siwoo Kim is very, very interesting. Uh, yeah, I found him, Brian, at 150. That's a ridiculous price. Siwoo Kim, remember, people at the players ran away with the tournament. Like, the guy has game. That's the thing. Like, you see him, Brian, like, and when he's not smashing putters and doing crazy stuff. The kid, kid's got actually a little bit of a temper on him. But, uh, yeah, Siwoo Kim is a great uh, golfer. Like, that price is ridiculous. I'd have Siwoo Kim around, like, 70. 
Like, uh, I, I think that's an incredible number right there. See, Ryan, you got some really good picks. What about the, the new driving champion? Hey, it's Wilco Nienaber. Oh, what was he, like 300 to one? I'm like, this guy played well last week. I'm like, are one of these guys going to, like, show up and actually do something? Like, the guy hits at a country mile. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, I don't think anybody over 250, 300 to one to win, but that would be a super bomb. I'm going to, you know, again, we get to the point. How many guys can you do? I'm, I'm telling you right yeah. now. Here's where I'm going. Woodland Rose, Simpson, Leishman, Sewell Kim. It's, you know, small, big prices. And then I'm going to watch, and on Friday, I'm going to fire the gun. Now, there are other guys. Here's a guy that could show up, Cam, and the form this year has been really good. We, we watched him in this kind of venue, this kind of course. Brian Harmon, 125 to 1. Yeah. Hits, hits it straight, puts great. Your, 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 your dog plays are phenomenal. These are all guys I'd look at, too. Har, Har, no, Harmon's a player. Like, I don't understand why he doesn't get the respect he deserves. Not doesn't hit it a mile, Brian, but you know he's got a good wedge game, very streaky putter, better than average. Like, Brian Harmon is a good, good golfer. At 125 to 1, I think that price is ridiculous, right? Hey, Kim, listen, you know when you say a guy doesn't hit it far? Think about it. The greens are 13 on the stint meter. You see the fairways in the U.S. Open? A guy that doesn't hit it far is getting 35 yards a run. That's a good point. Yeah. So that's 7,600 yard course. Yeah. You got to hit it. You got to hit fairways. You can't have, see, that's why I don't like Jordan Spieth. He sprays it everywhere. Like I I can't, I can't have that. I can't have that. Well, here's the U S open. If someone's going to do it, he did it last year. I mean, DeChambeau's 18 to one. I don't want any part of that guy. I hear you. Can he, I know he is, he's the defending champ. He drives. You know what? I've been betting DeChambeau a couple of times. You know what the problem is, Brian? He can win tournaments, but he's like he can't avoid a big number. You've talked, we talked about this before. He's right there. He'll claw back with an eagle on a par five, and then take a triple, take a double. Like you know what I mean? And then once he does that, the bogey train, he gets in his own head. He thinks too much. That's one of these things. Like, can he win this tournament easily? Yes. Bryson DeChambeau might. If he hits fairways, he's going to murder this course. He, he's longer than anybody. But I think still think he's a good putter. But Brian, he can't avoid danger in the big number. I can't take him at that price. If he beats me, so be it. The crazy thing is, Cam, can you remember? I can't. I remember a lot about Tiger Woods beating Rocco Mediate. Yeah, they just but they I showed it last week when we were taping remember, our hockey podcast. What I, that was wild. But I don't remember how the course itself played. You know what I mean? I mean, and, and the weather's going to be perfect here. And we, oh, by the way, I mean, you know, we've seen some bad weather events here, but that's not the case. The weather, oh my God, it's going to be fast and firm. It's going to be great. It is. Remember when Retief Goosen, when he played, like they were putting it off the green. Like that was actually to a point when it was like unfair, but I think it's going to be right on the edge. And I like it that way. This is the thing, Brian, it's a damn national championship. I don't want to see guys go to 10, 10, 12, 16. Like this isn't Joe Duran in the desert. Hey, everybody, I'm minus 38, Joe Duran. Like, no, I want to see the winner be like three under par. Uh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I it should be like one under par, two under par should be fantastic. I don't even mind like a guy if it plays, you know, they don't trick it up too much, like five under, six under. I don't think it's going to get that high. But basically the way I look at it is I can't have anything like right. over for a U.S. Open over four or five under. All right, make me proud. I'm going to challenge you here because I don't know what day of the week it is. You know, I don't know what I did five minutes ago. I can remember all this stuff from back to when I'm five, phone numbers, sporting events. You, Retief Goosen. Who did Retief Goosen beat? Who was the shootout against? Come on, you'll get it. Come on, baby. Jim Furyk? Uh, okay. Is it Mark Brooks? Mark Brooks, the Texan. Mark Brooks, wow, that's old. I remember Brian. Know what the funny thing about me is? Like, I'm, or you know, I'm a very erratic person. You know who broke broke my heart? The Big Easy. Like, my favorite golfer is like 
this guy's like just does not the boss of the moss lord roberts when he lost that playoff oh, yeah. to ernesto wells i was pissed that was with pittsburgh wasn't it i think it yeah was. i'm a big lauren i like i love lauren roberts right. putting He's hey by amazing. the way i just want real quick we got to take a break and thank you for doing this we'll mm-hmm. be doing the light the lamp podcast and saturday night at midnight the light the lamp show but i always mention our friends at uzu cbd plus oh, yes it, it came you you got a rescue kit it works doesn't it i'm gonna tell you something man tell your buddy you guys if uh, this is no joke like, I suffer from panic attacks and stuff like that, like claustrophobia. I, I took the CBD drops under the tongue. I feel like a million bucks. You don't have to take pills, clorazepam. The chocolate bars actually taste like chocolate, not dirt. They're delicious. The gummies are good. Everything, Brian. Like, you sent me that stuff, and I'll tell you, the topical lotion, Don't you don't have to worry about getting Rub A535 and smelling like a medicine kit. You put this stuff on your knees. I, I sit in a chair doing radio all day on my lower back. It's amazing. Like, the stuff's awesome. You tell your buddy thanks for everything, and I'll be ordering some more product. Thanks, but Our friends at Uzu CBD Plus, and if you use the promo code BLESSING, you get 10% off your first order. Free shipping on orders of $100. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more. Plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. All right, good fun. Thanks to Cam Stewart for joining us on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Always good stuff. Now, more on the U.S. Open is coming up in the next hour. Stevie Slapshot's going to check in. Jeff Sherman from the Superbook will be with us. The work he puts in, the number of props are off the hook in terms of golf tournaments, the majors, so much so that it's become so much more popular. He's doing the group matchups and all these kinds of things on a weekly basis. So the golf offerings are spectacular over at the Superbook, and we can't wait now for Torrey Pines and the U.S. Open. Again, the weather's going to be great. The kitchen floor greens are going to be awesome. Who's going to step up over the next four days and we get going tomorrow? Cannot wait for the U.S. Open to get started. All right, as is our custom injuries in this segment, brought to you by Uzu CBD+. Plus. The stuff works, as you heard from Cam Stewart. It absolutely works. Use the promo code BLESSING, 10% off your first order, free shipping on orders of $100 or more. Manage joint pain the all-natural way with UzuCBDPlus.com. Kawhi Leonard tweaks a knee. I felt a great disturbance in the force. Yeah, that's it, a real disturbance in the Clippers force, let me tell you. Tweaks a knee, could miss the rest of this series. Now, the immediate reaction is that number has ballooned to Utah minus seven. Now, Clippers have other guys, you know, and they're going to be called. What's the old saying? Next man up. Next man up, better do it. But that number is ballooned. Now, the total's not been impacted that much. The total still resides at 221. And on ice, Jeff Petrie. I botched that one. Oh, that's a botched job. That's bleeding. Yeah. His finger, this thing has really hurt the halves. They desperately Want him back in the lineup. Certainly a dicey proposition for him to go for the Habs tonight. But the Canadians to a man said, he's a big part of what we do. So for Montreal, desperately hoping to get Jeff Petrie back in the lineup. 
we're excited to take a quick timeout. I mean, it's a very quick timeout between shows. A very short timeout. And then we're right back with you. Thanks to our producer, Chris Bavona, back in New York. When we come back, it's Stevie Slapshot, Jeff Sherman, and Mark Lawrence from PlaybookSports.com on a Wednesday. Thanks for joining us on Sirius 204 and the Sports Grid Radio Network. Back to Vegas in a moment. I hurt a little, but I'm all right. 